G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Pete Anthony is joined by Rob Scurry to talk all things Sydney and also a bit of Eagle Farm as well with one of Rob's favourite horses finally winning the Group 1. I say finally, but he's just been on the upward spiral. He's only ever lost the one race. We're talking about Think About It. And Rob, you were on board from start number one, two, one. One. Before start one, if you remember on the group chat, yeah, just trying to tell Roden to keep this one very safe at Kemmler Grange. I try to tip it to you for captains, remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the reason I got is shout out to Gary, uh, who's a five percent shareholder in possibly the. Well, I think it's the heir to the crown of the best horse in Australia. I, I, I you know, I when I first saw him on the trial, I thought that's that's a group or listed horse. I just love the stride. Um, since I've seen him, he, he's he's just a big, he, he's just long and angular. He's a freakish kind of shape for a sprinter. He doesn't look like really a sprinter. Um, and I just think he's going to continue to grow. I think he's also a testament to how uh, detrimental two-year-old racing is to um, horses. Um, this is a horse that didn't have his first start until he was a four-year-old. And like the breed, so you think, I think he'll only get better with another preparation. He's going to fill out more. Um, what is he? How far can he go in terms of distance? I don't know, but he's push button as well. If you watch the race, the the equal favourite who I didn't even know was sort of in the race, um, tried to pocket him, tried to make it difficult for him, and Sam just just pushed up, and then he made it very hard for that horse. Can you remember the name of that one with um, who was equal favourite? A case of you. Yeah, if you if you watch the replay, go watch the replay and see what the case of you tries to do to think about it, and then what think about it does to case of you in that first sort of important few hundred meters. He and then eventually he just pockets him. He gets behind Valana, who I thought was the other good chance along with Converge in the race, and um, yeah, he makes it very very tough for um uh for case of you. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this horse is a winner. I love his attitude. Um, yeah, I think he's the, I think he's the best horse in Australia. Um, so very soon to be, if if not already on potential. Um, and yeah, look, I, I'd rather they go to an Epsom and then maybe that five diamonds and they're talking about the Everest for it. Um, but, you know, I guess that's a nice problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I think it's uh, there's a very easy case to be made that we haven't seen the best of this horse. That was a PB for him on Saturday, uh, eclipsing what he uh, recorded in the Liverpool City Cup at Randwick which was fourth up last prep, but he just, he still seems to find these slow tempo races, which I just, as you pointed out, I don't think that's necessarily as suitable as if he gets a really high cruising fast tempo race where he can just basically blend into them and just use his natural ability. So I think there's still a fair bit of upside to him going forward and what that's only nine starts now, one, eight of them. So I guess he's the clear favorites coming up in the, uh, the other handicap race that's yeah, up in Queensland. Straight road. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to drop down to 54 and a half from 59, which is lovely set up. He goes forward. Um, I guess we'll, you'll know in the yard whether whether he's had enough because he, he he comes out like a, you know, like a boxer every time in that perfect sort of sharp parade you know, where he gets up on his toes, he kind of arches his neck and he gives his strap a really hard time. But if you look at him, he never gets he never gets sweaty. Um, he's, he's always he's immaculate, and I think a lot of it's in the head of this horse. He, he like all weight for age champions. They all wait for. He knows who, who he is, what he's about, and um, what he's about is, is is winning and 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 getting over the line first. He should really be nine for nine. Carpe, yeah. um, Carpe Strata beat him one day when we were on at Warwick Farm um, yeah. when he was very unlucky. <laughs> yeah, 
Not ideal. Uh, look, only the second best figure of the day, though. The best figure of the day was without a fight, which was the horse that had it run in the Melbourne Cup, finished 13th, beaten 20-odd lengths there on that uh, the reasonably wet track. I think William Buick was on board from memory. One of the international jocks might have been on. Um, but, yeah, second start in Australia recording, best of the figure day up there at Eagle Farm. So interesting horse to watch going forward, that well, one. I was trying to get my Lumsey's money out oh. of stone, um, and I thought I was freaking home. And this thing has just come home, really, it's like a really good horse. So, yeah, um, yeah he looks like a because the stocks are so thin at that sort of sixteen hundred to two thousand with like horses like Zaki and stuff. Um, I think he's going to go straight in there and um, you know be a problem the way the way he went past him. He just went past him like you know Australian horses are, are no good. Yeah, yeah, which fair enough as well. Um, okay, let's talk about Randwick because uh, you got yourself a nice winning set there overall on Saturday. The track, it was difficult to settle rails and run and produce there on Saturday. Uh, overall, the going was rated a soft five. Uh, in terms of the straight, you wanted to be angling into those wider lanes. So um, I'm not exactly keeping up to date with how Randwick's playing on the whole, but it can be a little bit two-faced rail true, seeing what uh, yeah. we've been talking about over the last 18 months. Well, I was expecting an off-rail. Um, we found the first winner and it came from last yeah. and slipped them on down the outside. So that sort of gave me a bit of confidence that that, that I, I'd picked the track. Um, you know, obviously I'm talking to other kind of regulars on track about it and they all were sort of saying the same thing. So, um, yeah, in, in the two-year-old race, I think I think this winner, uh, Tannhouse, is pretty good. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a get back run on horse, so how good, I don't know, and he's probably going to go to the JJ Atkins. So, um, but he'd probably be in that race. But how did it rate? Uh, look, overall, the rating, they've, they've broken the adjusted benchmark, but not by a lot. They haven't broken the class benchmark. So a bit of an iffy race. I think it's one of those where you look at the, the winner uh, recording big splits, as is entitled to, they haven't gone particularly quick up front, and that's about it. I'm not sure you'd be following too much more out of this race, but as you said, the winner, that was also just off that let up. I did go back and have a look at some of those previous starts coming off the, the wet track and then finding something slightly drier, so that might have helped there on, on Saturday. So it was a two-bet two play for me. I had a little bit more on Godzilla, who seems to find trouble. He he hmm. was over-racing, I guess, on this moderate speed you're saying so maybe he's sort of half worth following but people you know you've got to have a be very forgiving of a horse that's had a few chances now um that godzilla but he's a he's a decent to good type um in to my to my mind okay uh if we jump forward uh, we'll skip over some of the, the highway and midway action but we go to race four on the card and um, this is mirror view defeating vienna princess and kazu was third but mirror view Pretty soft in the end, I thought. Um, even tempo up front and punting form starter. They went 1.2 lengths fast to the 600, so just bang on even. And it's just basically sat 1-1 and peeled out and gone past Kazoo, which was leading. Yeah, it looked look super in the yard. I think it said walk, walk with purpose, like close to top. Nice walking horse. It just, look, everything fell into place for it to run well. Um, you know, I looked at just as I was about to send out the bet, I looked at its um, second up stats, which read like, I think, four starts for three wins or something. So that gave me an extra little bit of confidence. Um, PR, you know, I'm not sure how much we can take out of this this race. Um, Air to Wear was my other play in the races. I thought they would go along a good clip and that could 
um, come over the top. I thought it's win at Warwick Farm. The previous start was good. Um, so maybe slightly disappointing um, as was uh, Kazoo and, and Portrait. But um, yeah, Mirror View will probably go around again and go pretty well. But maybe this is its birthday. Okay, race six on the card. This is equal best performance on the day there at Randwick Naval College for Jet Stanley and Annabelle Nisham. It was a bit of a drift and then it firmed just right up back up late there, but just appreciated the fast tempo. They've gone 3.4 lengths faster to 600 here, so nice genuine tempo. And it's held off Miracle Spin, which made some late ground along with Raffle from the back. Yeah, look, um, didn't it shorten up late, you know, yeah. another <laughs> bloody... You know, robbed on the BSP, sent this out at five dollars forty, five dollars. As long as you're taking that, that's the main thing. As long as you're taking the main price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, another case of one of my, you know, favourite, you know, little mounting yard male um, comments was jock up, perk up. You yeah. know, walked around like a stayer. Then when when Jet got on, it, it it showed some really positive signs that it really wanted to be there and really wanted to race. And I thought, you know, it, it raced on speed, settled well, but you know, the the other thing looked like it might might have it a hundred meters out, and it, and it found a little bit more. So, as we know, the staying ranks are, are, are pretty average. This is an import, you know, loving its racing, and um, you know, should be you know probably running well again. I'd say pretty soon. Yeah. And uh, Jet Stanley obviously improving seemingly every meeting. He's actually now riding city winners after being. Well, if we go back the last 50 or so, he was racing there at Mudgee. He's got a couple of Kenzo winners, a couple at Nara, but uh, he's putting things together slowly and surely there in Sydney, which is good after, well, yeah. just go around there at WA for a little while. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be in the zone. I know Animal speaks highly of him. He found one for me at Warwick Farm in the uh, yellow colours. I think it was, a, it was a, um, another import, you know, having was first up. He, he was really positive on that and never – didn't give anything else a look in uh, that day. He also rode a thing that I almost backed in um, for Godolphin, I think it was, and, you know, it only just just got beat. Um, he gave it sort of every chance. So, Jock with a bit of confidence at the moment, I think. Okay. Race 7 was a slow tempo race. They've gone best part of four and a half lengths, slow to the 600. And Iona Merck and Curtis Island have really got away from the rest of the field here. Um, they've both settled just forward of midfield. Curtis Island was outside the leader and just been run down late. But the, the favourite here, Ken, was particularly plain just on what they've done going to line. So uh, I think that horse might be a little bit less than genuine. Possibly. I was I was very proud of leaving this one alone because it looked like, looked like the bet. It looked like it had the map. Our rating said yes, it paraded well. And I just for some reason was like if you was like that that kind of in swinger that cut away on, yeah. on a stump. And I just 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 let it go instead of trying to play this, you know, play the shot. And um old mate Curtis Island, I thought I I always love him. He's one of my one of my kind of favorite winter horses, but I just thought oh, this track's a bit bit, you know, firm for him. Mm. And maybe, you know, he'll be getting back, but he showed a bit of versatility. So if you know, I don't know how, if he can run well again, but you know, he's I had him pegged as more of a sort of a Wednesday horse these days. So, and I own a Merck, is just not a horse. I think every time I, I, I pour faint praise on him, pretty much every time he goes around, he's, he's just it's just a lightly framed, you know, little thing. But you know, maybe he's a good Saturday horse this time of year. Mm. Uh, if we go to race eight on the card, look, another slow tempo race. 
Conscript, I was a bit dirty here. Um, I couldn't quite get the map for it as it was. It's gone back and probably landed in the best part of the track, but I really like the trial and the second up profile of the horse. I just couldn't work out where it was going to be and run, and in the end, it didn't matter. It's one pretty soft over Pizarro and Surreal Step. This this is brutal for me. Um, I, I just describe yeah. it as perfect. Yeah. Another word that goes at a high striker, when I think a horse is perfect, they usually run well, and I ended up backing through the cracks of the place here, which has uh, run really well before. Um, Pizarro, um, I've seen him look better, but he's, a, he's a, I think he's a proper Saturday horse, maybe even better than Winton. I think he can improve. Um, I remember him one day he he talked me out of thinking about it, who was being a bit of a bit of a bully boy to his strapper, mm. and he looked perfect uh, that that day. It might have been the Liverpool City Cup meet when Pizarro you know ran pretty well and. Um, but you know that's that's looking like pretty good form. Um, old mate, titanium power. The, the setup didn't look good. Uh, I think it's like fourteen hundred back to eleven. He's run well again. Um, you know, I've got a pretty good line on him. Um, and just when I saw Fox Fighter, it's a horse I've never kind of caught, and I kind of thought it looked well, mapped well. I sent it out on top, and I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't, I, nah, I just don't like the race now. So um, yeah. Uh, uh, opportunity goes begging with constrictors, um, it pissed in. Yep. And as mentioned earlier, uh, the equal best on the day, Cisco Bay, uh, came from near last fast tempo, 3.7 lengths faster to 600, so nice and genuine, and run over the top of Steely. Super Strike also from the back was in third. Uh, what did you make of race nine? Yeah, tricky race. A lot of old mates here. Like I've seen a lot of these horses many times. Like Super Strike, I'm probably about seven or eight units down for the service. Um, I just couldn't have him, and he's, he's run a hole at a big price. I, I liked Healing Oasis. Went past me at the three hundred. I thought it just about win, and it's fallen in a hole with Jet Stanley. Another good positive ride from Jet. Um, but yeah, Cisco Bay. I've seen it look better, um, and I thought maybe on a, on a wet track, but they seem to know um, it mm. really. Uh, was kind of well in the market for a horse off a off a let up, and um, yeah, it, it looks like it's got plenty of improvement. So you think it can only run well, um, you know? Beth and Court, Democracy Man, and first, you know, Zushak took my eye. You know, Wild Planet should, should just about be retired, you'd think. But anyway, it's only run three and a half lengths off them. Um, and yeah, surely in the bin, Written Beauty looked looked the best for me. I sent out a small play on it and. You know, you know, he jumped well for a change and then it over-aced on the inside. So I've just just, just got to bin it. Uh, you're making or you're allowing for any excuses with My Sugar and Tamerlane. They've settled one, two and run. They've both gone fast up front. Probably wasn't the best pattern of the day, so to speak, but uh, they've still been beaten, what, four and a half and six lengths here. I'd, I'm more keen on the the Godolphin earlier in the prep, so maybe it's, it's time. I know he's parading, still parading well, Tamerlane, but maybe it's time to to give him a break. And my sugar looked a little bit soft to my eye. I, yep. I was kind of happy enough to take him on with the way he paraded and, and the fact that he was going to lead on a sort of solid pace. So um, that was one of the reasons I kind of you know was was playing in the race. But yeah, a good back mark is closed. Good day for Gerald Ryan and uh, Sterling. Um, mm. They've run one, two here, and they've had a couple other winners on the day, I think. And then the winner of the last fierce and fast tempo once more, this time settled on speed and was clearly the best of those on speed. Held off, well, didn't even need to hold off some of the back markers. It's pretty much gapped them, but the market certainly came for it late, uh, $5.15 to three eighty with the official flux there. 
Yeah, I missed this. I was on uh, fourth and fifth, super effort and Redwood Shadow. They just got way too far back. And, um, yeah, look, the winners, somewhere looks, look to my eye, somewhere between a Wednesday and Saturday horse, you know, Dylan Gibbons, uh, it's a bit of a day for apprentices. They really mm. kind of made their presence felt, the apprentices, all day. And um, it's pissed in and, you know, um, I think I was still on a bit of a buzz after thinking about it. And I, if you saw my text in the last, it was didn't have my usual, didn't show my working as I usually do. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, in fact, the quote was still glowing about think about it. Sorry for lack of notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, did, uh, I did give a shout. Did give it a shout. Shout out to Gary. I was a bit worried. He's, he had a heart issue and I was a bit worried that he, he, he might, he might, you know, it might be too much for him. Um, <laughs> Anyway, look, um, yeah, it was a great day, beautiful weather. I think we've got another cracking week in Sydney, so I'm, I'm, you know, chomping at the bit to get out to Warwick Farm, which has um, been good, and you know, we've sort of turned it around after a couple of horror months for myself. So um, I think we've made back what we lost in April, and you know, we can start working on March now. Warwick Farm, and then the Winter Cup at Rose Hill is the week ahead for yourself, Rob. Looking forward to it, as I said, Pete. So, um, and yeah, and only a matter of time before you you start banking a few winners yourself, mate. Oh, you know, <laughs> I keep a good man down for too long, and um, I'm sure it's going to turn for you. I went through the replay of race nine at Belmont, where there was eight horses trying to lead, but also not lead at the same time, and they've ended up going what only six and a half lengths faster than average, and a 250 to one shot has got the clear run from third last around them. I mean, it's just. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm I'm struggling with Perth rate to watch it. I I just think there's going to be a fall all the time because they they just go so slow so often. I see horses like being restrained, 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 and they're kind of racing really tight. It's bloody OHNS issue. They need who do they, they need a hippo or something to get over there, and you know some some jockey who just just you know who shows some intent will go well. Yeah, hippo, Linda, get them all across. Uh, yeah, Perth is always dying out for a jock who can rate them out in front and not be afraid to dictate to the rest of them. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Perth in a nutshell, the best of times. All right, Rob, um, great to catch up as always. We'll catch up next week and review the Winter Cup meeting from Rose Hill. Cheers, Pete. Have a good one.